Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It is me. It is me, your girl, Laboria Lee. I'm going with a colonial look today. I don't know how I pulled it off. A colonial but modern look. So whatever. Um, y'all, it's wet Wednesday. It is wet, 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 wet Wednesday. And today we're gonna talk about why it's so wet. Um, it's not the way you think, but it is definitely wet Wednesday. <laughs> So, today, I'm going to explain why it's so wet. I am, I am, I am. But before we get into all of that, let me slide in this little commercial for our affiliates. Let's do that first. What's up, guys? It is me. It is me, your girl, Labora Lee. And guess what? Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be fun to have a talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, fun way to expand your reach. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Following the link in our description, let Buzzsprout know that we sent you and it gets you a $20 gift card from Amazon when you sign up for a paid plan. And it helps support our show. So let's start our podcast today. Let's get to creating people. Time is of the essence. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry. While I was waiting for this commercial to go to, to be handled, um, there's a few things. So the first thing I want to talk about this evening is why this is called Wet Wednesday. It is called Wet Wednesday because the question was posed, and so I'm going to answer it. It is called Wet Wednesday because we talk about all of the taboo shit on Wednesdays. It's hump day, baby. And we are here for the hump day. So we talk about all the taboo shit. We talk about whatever comes to mind. Sometimes it's things that I just experienced and then, well, not necessarily firsthand experience, but maybe experiencing like the second or third person. Like I, I witnessed it and then I wanted to talk about it. Um, some things are actually personal to my life and we'll get into that in a second. Um, you know, I just talk about whatever comes to mind on wet Wednesdays and I have no filter. Um, I do, I am mindful. I am very mindful about when I talk about it, because I know this is a monitor on the shit that we, the stuff that we talk about over here, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> But the reason why this segment is called on Wednesdays is called Wet Wednesdays is because we talk about the wet shit. We we get wet, we we get an understanding. Sometimes we get an education. But everything that we talk about, everything that we confer about is in the sexual nature most of the time. But I have something that I want to get into tonight. And I really, you know why? Because it was something deep, deep in my heart and I'm going to play the audio, not the video because I don't want to get um, in trouble by anyone. But this one was pretty deep to me and I'm going to explain to you why it was deep to me in a second, but I'm going to play this clip real quick. Hold on. Listen, hold on. Let me get this off of here and listen. 
learned it then call it the ick uh but essentially the ick is when uh romantically someone gets you to a point where you're turned off beyond belief God. and it, it's it's like generally speaking it's they they say it's to the point of no return you know oh. they just turn you off and you're you're just done and i like let's like stop right there so let's talk about the it this like this i had a lot to unpack unpack about this particular situation so the it that supposedly is the point where you might have been turned on by a person but they turned you off to the point of no belief and now you just like ick i've never personally experienced that because um, unfortunately, I'm the type of person that I'm kind of like brutally honest. And if it's not working, it's not working. I have had a few situations where it was getting to the ick and then the ick and then I tried to fix it. And then it got a little crazy. Um, but the reason why I tried to fix it is because it was a permanent situation, not a, uh, uh, a temporary situation so yeah i have gotten to the ick before um beautifully enough i've gotten away from the ick as well but let's let's go and we'll get back to the ick in a second but let's this it was a lot to unpack about this interview let's go had gotten to that place with you but it seems like he did the unthinkable because he turned what was the ick into now what you're calling your kindred spirit how on God's green earth did this man turn the tide and overcome the ick in you to now have you speak this highly of him? I gotta give it to you. He did. He, I was definitely, he was on my ick. Did I say it? Yeah. He, he, he gave you the ick. He definitely gave me the ick. I wasn't, I wasn't with it. Like he just, he just wasn't my vibe. Like he's pretty loud. He's pretty over the top. He loves a lot of attention. Everywhere is like a bunch of people. The brightest colors, the longest chains, the biggest cars, the whole thing. You can write music in 10 minutes. The whole, I can write music in 10 minutes, like the show walk shit. All of that. I was just like, ugh. Heck, no. It's not even it. Okay, so I'm not even really going to get all the way into that interview. But what I'm going to say is that there is an ick moment. There is a person that every one of us encounters that at some point in time, just like, mm, why, why? For me, again, I'm a very brutally honest person. So for me, once we get to that stage, then it's probably not going to happen anymore. I probably don't care about Oh, I hate to sound like this person, but I probably don't care about feelings. I'm just going to tell you what it is and that's when it's going to be what it's going to be. I'm not going to sit down and especially if it's not somebody I care about. I'm not going to have the conversation with you. I'm just going to be out. Now, if I really, really have feelings, that means that we've been dealing for a while and, um, you know, it gets to that point where it gets a little um stagnant. I I will bring it up. But the problem is that I've always experienced this is that every time I brought it up, it's it was taken 
maybe one out of context and two it was taken very very personal and it's just like at some point we both gotta like we gotta keep the spirit alive like it's fellas gentlemen it's very easy for you to tell us what y'all need and what y'all want next it's not so easy for us because it doesn't it's not very ladylike to say what it is that you want. Summer Walker probably stated it very well. Girls need love too. And there's certain ways that we can we have to express it. And then there are certain ways that we cannot express it. Oh, I'm thankful. But it could be really, really gangster or it could be really, really um prudish. And if we express it on the gangster tip, which is not gangster, it's just saying what you want, we get looked at a certain kind of way. But um, if we handle it a prudish type of way, then we're uptight and we, we got to, we, the ice queens and we got to stick up our ass and all of that shit. So I just be mindful that we're people too. Um, we have needs and we have wants and sometimes, you know, it gets to that point but the ick phase does happen um especially when you're first and that's thank you because that's exactly where i wanted to begin um the ick phase does happen to us where we meet a gentleman and initially initially i'm sorry initially you know, we feel how we feel, but then after a while, it's just like, well, what the fuck was I thinking? So we do get to that point, too. I know y'all get to it, but we get to it, too. And you don't want to meet a woman like me that will tell you how she feels instantly. Um, it doesn't feel good. And not that I, I, I want to be that kind. That's just the type of person I am. If I'm not happy or satisfied, I'm just going to speak my truth. And, um, you know, it's hard for a lot of people, but all of us get to the egg phase. So let's get to the next point of topic in that particular interview, which was she was talking about how she didn't see him that way. And that's reality. That's reality. And I'm going to tell you now, I'm going to get ready to get into my personal shit, but it not in the same way that she described it. I'm just going to get into my personal shit the way that it happened for me. Um. There are some gentlemen and young women out here or women out here that, um, you know, at first glance, you like, nah. But then after a long time, you give them a look over like, how fucking yeah. So let me give you my personal story. And it's not even a nod in the sense that I wasn't attracted. It was just nod in our situation. But I did have my, my significant other. I met him under different circumstances. Um, it was a nod then because of the circumstances that we were under. Many, 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 many years later, um, meaning I had a, a whole child. She was her own person by the time this happened. Um, she was her own person. Yeah, I started to look at him differently, but because I didn't and end. Hold on, let's get to this part because she said something very valuable. Not even my life. What I realized was I actually didn't know him. And I think a lot of times we're judging people by what, who we think they are 
we kind of just talked about this. Like, you know people from what they share or from what gets covered by what they share. Because a lot of times the things that I share won't even get covered. So, um, so anyway, once I got to know who he actually was, I recognized that I was judging him on someone that I thought he was, not who he actually is. And Amen. And I'm going to stop it right there. So this is where I can relate because in that particular situation, I was judging based upon what I thought and not what I knew. I, there's a lot of things that I did not get to know about this person until after the time um, that we really started getting to know each other. But that 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 goes to an old saying, you never judge a book by the cover. And in our today's term, let me let me um, speed that up. You never judge a program by its trailer. Um, because you just never know. Um, so that my, why I can relate to her in this particular interview was it wasn't an ick thing. I didn't have the ick situation, but it more was like, all right, this is how I know you. And then I had to get to know a whole nother person and, and, and it changed my feelings changed how I felt changed. How I approached this person changed because I got to know a whole nother person. So there are times where you get in these situations and you don't know. You don't know. At first you're judging them. You're looking at them like, hell no. Or you might even get the ick phase. You might even encounter that phase in your life. But I just say don't close both don't, just don't shut it down all the way all because you don't know you never know life is so long and the things that you learn throughout life will change your whole perception about how you deal with things um and that's as far as I'm gonna go into my personal situation but I, I can relate because you know sometimes you don't automatically know that the person that you're you're encountering could possibly be your soulmate. You don't know because you just, you don't know. Your story was written, but you have no clue about what the dialect within your story is going to be, what what your story, what story is going to be told about you because you don't know what you're going to do yet. And so um, I, that interview touched me a little bit. And, and like, I made it a point to keep that on my mind. Like, yo, you just don't fucking know. Her whole story you know, they met, they probably did work together and all of that. But in her mind, that was not the dude for her. But in his mind, he was the dude for her. And it worked out great. Unfortunately, some it was some, um, <laughs> oh, I hate to say this. But unfortunately, there were a few speed bumps along the way. There were some things that they had to deal with. But they love each other. That's Boo and Boo Napis. So, you know what I mean? Like, what you going to do? Um, the heart wants what the heart wants, but you know, sometimes we don't always see it and we don't always see it. And sometimes what we think is going to be, is totally opposite for what, <laughs> what we had worked out in our heads. That's why sometimes planning is not good. And I'm, this is coming from the woman who is a planner above all planners. I even planned this podcast before I get into it. Like I plan things, but you just 
don't fucking know. All right. I'm cussing, so obviously we at the point where I can get into my shenanigans. So one thing that I wanted to, because I always talk about already being a couple and how you can keep it juicy and how you can keep it spicy, but I never talk about when you first, because there's levels to this shit. When you first are like, and again, I'm talking about people uh, who are looking for something solid, um, perhaps a commitment, but they don't know yet. I'm not talking about that pockets. That's not what we do over here. We don't talk about them people who want to go out here and just be slutting it out. That's not what we do. We're talking about people who are out here on a dating thing tonight. People who are out here just trying to see what's out, what life has to offer them. And um, there are possibilities for kindred spares, but they don't know yet because they just starting out. Now, the first thing that I always give y'all is my 60-40 rule. It really should be 70-30, though, but I'm being nice, 60-40. 40 percent goes to those that you don't know if it's really, really popping. If it's going to be something, you just give them what you got. You know what I mean? Um, and the 60 the, the remaining 60 percent goes to those whom... Um, have potential to be something great but you give the 60 percent out gradually you just don't give it out right away the reason behind that is you could give all a hundred percent right to the wrong person they lose their mind they're a lunatic they stalking you all kinds of crazy shit is happening you don't want that so you can save yourself from a lot of drama if you just listen to the policy but if by chance you are out here on the scene and you are dating, remember to give out 40%, not 60%. I'm not going to tell you not to have sex because we grown. <laughs> the people who listen to and, and watch this podcast are, are fucking adults. So I'm not going to say don't go have sex because that would be hypocritical of me to tell you that. Although I am one of those type of ladies once I got a man, that's my man, and that's just what it is. But I'm I'm not going to tell you don't go out here and get your rocks off because who the fuck am I? I'm just going to tell you to protect yourself. Be very, very safe in the things that you do. Don't run out here being a thought pocket and then just giving your shit up, your meat, your, your taco to whoever it is, and you're not protecting yourself. I don't condone that shit. That shit is stupid. But. If by chance this is your first time um, interacting with someone, someone um, I'm going to give you some quick tips on how to progress in that situation. So I have 12, t- 12 steps or tips, however you want to word it. The first one is make sure you're doing it because you want to and not because they want you to. A lot of times you get in these situations and you start dealing with people and the pressure is on for sex. And that that's not just for ladies, that's for gentlemen too. Like sometimes the pressure is on and you're not ready. So make sure that the time that it happens, that, that you are ready and the person that you're rocking with is ready. Don't do anything that's not on your own time um be with someone that you kind of you know like it's hard to trust people out here 
in the world it is and so i'm not gonna say all the way be with somebody that you trust but you have some kind of comfort comfort and um security within that situation you feel like that's a situation that's for you uh plan in advance i don't like planning those type of situations because if this is gonna happen but you know i am a planner like i do plan shit so with the plan in advance, I'll say if you really, really feeling this person, but sometimes you just can't plan that shit. So that's kind of like one of those tips that I'm going to give you where I'm kind of on the fence about it because you don't never know that that's really going to, you don't know what's going to transpire. You shouldn't know. If you know, then that means you probably don't have permission and we don't want that. Um. The best way to approach a situation and it being your first time is not being inebriated, not having a drink. Why? When you want to remember the shit that happened. Because <laughs> there's nothing worse than getting home the next day, right? And not really fucking remembering what the fuck happened. And then the person call you like, oh, that was great. And you don't have no clue about what the fuck happened. Now you got to redo your shit all over again. Or... <laughs> somebody call you like you piece of shit and cuss you out and you don't know what you did the night before so not being inebriated would be like one of the tips that i'll give you tonight because you want to remember what happened you don't want anything to be an obstacle for what just transpired um don't have too high expectations in the situation um, you know, you could go into it thinking like, yeah, this is the first time me and this person such a, because again, I'm talking from a standpoint of this is a possible mate. You don't know. You're just trying to figure it out. But you go in with these expectations like, oh, this is going to be dope. This shit about to be lit. And then you get in there and the person, the vibe ain't there. The chemistry ain't there. And it's not great. And then you're disappointed. And possibly the other person is disappointed. And then where does that leave you? Um, again, I always say protect yourself. Protect, protect, protect yourself. Don't go out here being no loose cannon. Don't go out here making babies that you're not ready to take care of. Just be safe. That's my next one. Um, it's not even like just the... Uh, a baby thing it's more so of sexually transmitted diseases like this it's not hard to get them be safe protect yourself um you know try to be the first one to initiate the situation uh, <laughs> i wanted to, to to figure out how i was gonna word that i didn't really have the right words but just go first like just jump into it that way you're not nervous as much when you are the first person that dives in and be like you know what i got this i'm gonna do it um it's a lot less strenuous a lot less stress it takes a load off your back and depending on the kind of partner that you have it's a turn on um make sure that everything is lubricated i always say use lube i if if it's not a natural wet place or um to be honest <laughs> there are times where you just not turned on so in those cases you gotta 
work it up, rub it up. So, like, ladies, specifically, gentlemen, you don't understand this, but if she's not rubbed up the right way, she's not just going to turn on, like, she don't just turn on like that. So, just, if by chance you need it, though, use lubricant. Um, lube, lube, lube. Um... I don't recommend that you ever make the gentleman your first without him knowing that he's your first. Like, don't let him deflower you, ladies, without him knowing that that's the situation that he up against. That's the pressure, the fucking pressure. And then not only that, it's not the, just the pressure; it's the cockiness that come along with it. You just let make that make sure he's very alert to what's going on. Um, fellas, do not ever expect a female orgasm. <laughs> you set yourself up for disappointment. Unless you really know what you got going, what you got, what your situation is, because it's not, I, oh, I hate this. It's not the size, you arrogant pricks. It's not the fucking size. It's what you do with your shit. Now, don't get me wrong. A nice, reasonable size is always a plus. <laughs> it's always a plus. It should be I'm like it's nothing wrong with a nice, reasonable size. But I've dealt with dudes who had big size members that were horrible in the bed. I've dealt with dudes that had tiny size members that was okay in the bed. And then I ha- I've dealt with dudes who had. I don't even want to call it average because to me, that's a big dick. But I guess if you're saying six, seven, eight, and nine, that's average to me. Like, because they range, they, they range in size. And they've been spectacular lovers because they knew what to do with their member. It's not about the size. It's about what he does with that member. Does he hold it down? Uh, size is not the Size ain't always the answer. And just, just remember that. And my last tip for the night is just have a sense of humor because sometimes shit gets hectic. It ain't always <laughs> go the way you expect it to go. Not all the time. Sometimes it gets it gets weird and especially the initial um confrontation i'm gonna give y'all a first initial situation for me that was really weird but it got good um so i had started dating this guy it was kind of weird off the top because we kind of knew each other but we kind of didn't know each other like we kind of saw each other before but then we got to chat and then you know the conversation got good and there was a vibe and all of that, but I'm not going to lie to you. That first initial time was a little weird because it was the first time. It wasn't nothing bad about it. It wasn't a bad scenario. The size was not bad. It was just weird because it was awkward. And that was the first time that we were ever doing said such things. And so it got really weird. Um, and it happens. So I'm going to play a video real quick just so I can take a water break and then I'm going to come right back to y'all. I'm going to go to Miss um, Crystal Sharon because I haven't played her video a lot lately. Hey, mister is the name of the song. Check it out.
That was Miss Crystal Sherrod. Hey, Mister, I love that song, y'all. I, I, it's a lot to unpack about that particular song, but um, yeah, Miss Crystal Sherrod. Uh, production done by Mister J Funk Carter himself. All right, so I, <laughs> y'all, I set myself up. <laughs> I want to say last week I set myself up right. I keep saying last week because a lot of shit be happening. <laughs> And I just don't speak on it right away. But I stopped myself up because I asked, had my significant other ever faked it during sex? Let me tell you how I stopped myself up. Not that I set myself up because I feel like he fakes it during our sex, but more so now that, that, that I asked the question and he don't, he doesn't lie to me. So <laughs> he answered honestly. And so now in the back of my mind, Sometimes, every now and again, I'm on there like, is he faking or is he for real? <sighs> I set myself up. I shouldn't have did that. But that's just for the most part. And then he asked me the question of reverse, and I answered it honestly. I've never faked an orgasm. Let me tell you. I've never faked an orgasm because, again, I'm a very brutal, brutally honest person. Um... <laughs> How can I say this without being rude? If by chance there is a, a inkling in my body that I have to fake it, we not fucking with each other no more. It's just, uh, I'm not good at faking shit. I'm not good at lying and I'm not good at faking shit. I'm just not good at it. So I've never been, a, even in the most craziest situations I've ever been in and like I'm I'm full transparency of I've been in some crazy situation not until I got married I got married and then all of my situations started looking different than what I was used to but um 
I didn't fake it then. Um, my baby daddy, I can't, I can't say that I faked it because there's a lot about that situation that I just, it wasn't one of those situations where I remember a lot of, because we didn't do a lot of, but I never faked it then. I'm just not a faker. I don't fake it. We not doing it no more if I'm not satisfied and that's just what it is. And I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I just don't do no faking. Because here's my whole concept on that. I don't have time to fake because I don't have time to lie to you. If I'm not in a happiness situation, then why am I still there? You feel me? Like, all of that extra shit. All right, yeah, I get people say, oh, well, the feelings. I would rather you rip that shit off like a fucking Band-Aid than to play with my emotions. Don't play with me. Tell me the truth. You're not happy. You're not satisfied. Tell me. And then I can let you be free and you can let me be free. And then we can be free together and you could be happy and you can find what works for you. And then I could be happy and I can find what works for me. It's okay that it doesn't always work for one another. Like, that's okay. Um, but I can get ready to sit around um, and be faking shit. Like, that ain't my MO. If I rocks with it, I rocks with it. If I don't, I don't. But what I'm not going to do is sit around and play these little kid ass games and be like, oh, it's so great. It's the best <laughs> dick I ever had. And it's trash. I'm not doing that, you know? I'm not going to say it's trash, but I'm just not going to stick around to have to explain that shit to you. If anything, I'm just like, y'all, we, the chemistry ain't there. <laughs> and that's what it is. You know, like, I'd rather say that than to sit around and have you thinking, oh, she happy and it's the best relationship she ever been in. And it's some trash. I, I just, I don't subscribe to that kind of behavior. I don't. I won't. I will never. If I like it, I'm probably going to stick around. If I love it, if I love it, I'm there. And that's just what it is. So no, I don't do no faking. But like, I kind of set myself up a little bit because I know, I know he honest to me. Like, he don't be lying to me, shit. So now it be having me in the back of my mind sometimes like, oh. Do he really like it or is he faking it? I don't know. You should never ask those kind of questions if you don't want the real answer. It wasn't even that. It was just I was looking at something on dumbass social media and it posed me to ask the question. And he was honest. But now it's just like, <laughs> like, well, what the fuck? But I don't, I don't, I hope, I would hope that that's not the case. But don't be out here faking it. I don't fake no orgasms. I'm having one. I'm having one. Um, but here's the thing about my orgasms. So they're usually um verbal, visual, and um physical. You're gonna you're gonna hear, you're gonna see, and you're probably gonna touch because it's kind of if I'm coming, I'm wet. Um, so it's just what it is. But I just don't subscribe to faking shit. Don't fake a motherfucking thing. This is my 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 tip for the night. Don't be out here faking shit. You're not with it. You're not with it. Just say you're not with it. And that's the end of it. Um, And that's okay.
But I think that a lot of times people subscribe to the idea of lying so that they don't hurt a person's feeling. But what you don't understand is that lie is going to hurt them worse than you being honest is. Tell me the truth so that I can move the fuck forward and so can you. You feel me? Like, don't lie to me. Again, rip that shit off like a fucking band-aid so I can know it's real. I know it's real. If you really care about me how you say you care about me, then rip that shit off like a band-aid. Tell me what it is so I can move the fuck on. And you can too. And everybody can be happy. Don't stay miserable in the situation for no fucking reason at all. That shit dumb. That's the dumbest thing you could ever do. That's like when people say we stay together for the kids. What the fuck? You're making the kids fucking miserable. Don't stay the fuck together for the kids. If you're not happy, you're not fucking happy. And the kids will be happier once both of you have an understanding and the communication between once another that it's just not working and we'll be better co-parents. And then come up with a game plan of how y'all going to do that and nobody get jealous about the other person and new person that is in love with your trash. I'm just saying. Um... I got to show some love. So I'm going to do that in a second. I'm going to show one more video and then I'm going to show some love. Um, The one thing that I also wanted to discuss. Heavy on my mind. Been heavy on my mind. Here lately, not so much because it's personal to me. But it's it's personal to me. It's just not personal to me in my right now. Um, So throughout the years, I've heard a lot of times when it came to wanting serious relationships, um, to wanting a commitment, not so much with kids because I only got my princess. Um, but you know, taking things a step further, I've heard this a lot in my life and I'm quite sure uh, many of us have heard this thing. I'm not really ready to, to give a full commitment cause I got to get myself together. I don't want to have kids anytime soon because I need to get my life in order. Um, I don't want to get married yet because I see myself in a certain place before I do that. Now, not on the marriage tip did I hear that, but on the relationship tip, I heard that. Um, not on the kids tip uh, did I ever hear that because, again, I got my princess. Um, here's my thing, and I wanted to express this in, in, in my most sincere me, <laughs> you're never fucking prepared. Let me tell you something. Before I had my daughter, I was getting money, right? I talked big shit to her father too. And I didn't lie to him because everything that I said to him about her was the truth. When I said that she was going to be spoiled, she is absolutely spoiled. But at the time that I got pregnant with her, I also was thinking of the moves that I was making at the time that I got pregnant. Like things was happening um, on a career standpoint for me that I probably didn't plan the wisest. Because <laughs> once she came, my bank account was dead. Like, um, I'm not rich. So, yeah, when she came, whatever I had was gone and that's just what it was. You feel me? Um. And I was doing a lot of things in the process to her being conceived. Like I was in the on my business tip and like I felt I felt invincible. Like, yeah, I'm, and I had I was just fresh off of being married and I was free. And so in my mind, I was just like, yo, I'm about to get it. 
I'm about to get it how I live. Um, I don't know what this means, but yeah, shout out to you. Thanks for coming. FYI, Va- I don't even know what that means, Emma, but shout out to Emma. Uh, I don't know what that means, baby girl. You got to come back to her and tell me what that means. But during that process, like in my mind, I was like getting it and I was living my best life and I was free and I was doing whatever the fuck I wanted. A message, if we were dealing with each other, probably would have been like, I'm at work, but as soon as I get off, I'm going to holla at you. You feel me? Um, And then her father came here and, you know, things happened and I got pregnant. Okay. And my world changed. But my point is this, is no way in life, no matter how much you want it to be mapped out and planned out, can you be prepared for anything? Um. Yeah, people like, I want to be at this place when I get married. That does not guarantee that you have a happy marriage. It it just doesn't. You can be as rich as you want to be, but be miserable with the spouse that you chose because that's what you thought you were supposed to have. Um, I'm not ready for children because I had a certain game plan in my life. Children don't come when you're ready for it. They come when the most high deems you worthy to be a parent. And it's your job, your responsibility, and your honor to take care of that that child that you've been blessed with. And you can't plan it out because you just don't know when it's going to come. You don't know when it's going to happen. You could plan You could plan a kid. And sometimes when people plan kids, it works. But a lot of times it doesn't. A lot of times it's unexpected. You just don't know when it's going to happen. When it's your time, it's your time. And you can plan a relationship or what kind of relationship you have or what, what you, where you want your life to be before you get into a solid relationship. But then you miss out on something that's stupendous, something that's spectacular because you're so worried about making sure I got this together. For me... Kid, the kid part, I just, if God deemed me worthy and honorable enough to have a kid, then that's just what it's going to be. Um, I only had one, so obviously he only honored me once, but it's okay. I'm honored with that. That uh, That's an honor in itself. But when it comes to career and marriage and relationships, I really don't have, like, it's not a game plan situation. I don't want to plan that shit out. I want to go with what feels right. I want to go with what, you know, what I'm supposed to go with at the time. And you'll feel it. You'll know your soul will tell you, all right, this is what you're supposed to be doing right now. I don't have time to be trying to map out what my marriage is going to look like. How? Who the fuck does that? How do you know? Or what my Prince Charming the fuck is going to look like? How the fuck do you know that shit? How do you know what the spouse that you're going to have is going to look like? anything that you plant you cannot because you just don't fucking know so stop with that i plan for my life to look a kind of certain kind of way before i got into a relationship well you're gonna be planning for your life to be fucking miserable that's just what it is um don't be going with that what i'm sorry i got a text i'm trying to think (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? I can't do this right now. Uh, <laughs> it's, but I plan for my life to look like this. How the fuck do you know? All you can go with is your day by day, whatever happens in that day. 
and whatever the most high deems you worthy and honorable enough to have, then that's what the fuck you're going to have. So that's what it is. I think that's my last message for the day. I'm going to play one more video and then we got some things we got to discuss before I go. Yeah, baby. Please note that any videos that I play in this podcast, I have full permission to play. Drop a comment, but one that I can understand because I, I'm going to be honest with y'all and I hate to put people on blast. What is, I don't understand this language. I'm a 42-year-old woman. I don't speak that language. Um, so drop a comment, but make sure I can understand what we talking about exactly so that I'm, I'm prepared and planned to talk about it. Let's go to a note, uh, um, video. I'm going to play this video because I can. And because I worked long and hard on this particular video, I walked a lot of, I walked a lot that day. So I'm going to play this video. This, this video is called Pennsylvania Avenue by Dirt Platoon. I walked from one end of Pennsylvania Avenue to shoot this video with the crew to a whole nother. Yeah, I feel like I should play it. Let's go, Pennsylvania Avenue. We're in the 1500 block, and this was this was the premier block of Baltimore. This is Pennsylvania Avenue. Jack, I grew up around 21217. Heavy drug traffic. Every soul can sell their own habits. The wolves here fainted, do you something? Got the birds in Beautiful project, babies. Much with rabies, the night driving crazy, the hood raised me, never had a pops. I wore dirty socks, my mom's whooped ass on spot. Beef Popeyes, poking beans and fried chicken thighs. Frozen cups that taste good as fuck. Blowing elves while you get your things up, your neighbors ain't shit. Play your music loud as you want, you want a bricks. Your house broken in, can't have good shit in the hood. These gang niggas up to no good, I put on for my whole city, rep all avenues. This dedicated to the Pennsylvania Avenue. I had a baby by a bitch off Moja And you can call me a fucking Dolphin Street soldier Rap almighty myself Raw Theater was two blocks down Everybody belonged in Raw Theater It's 24 streets off the avenue They all loading It starts from Franklin and ends on floating Pennsylvania Avenue, home of the dirt platoon Hey yo world, stay tuned It's 24 streets off the avenue They all loading It starts from Franklin and ends on floating Pennsylvania Avenue, home of the dirt platoon I was born and raised on Pennsylvania Avenue Off the Lord Street called Dolphin in Baltimore The East Coast Coffin The place where Melvin made millions And Mellow Mass in his jump shot My block was a one-stop drug shop Cops knocking on doors with mug shots Ask questions about Pookie Round Pressman Went up the hustling motherfuckers on pressing My soldiers on Moja In a jet with no weapon My color home veteran You can lose your soul on gold in one second Shit get a lot raw when you cross McMeckin When I was an adolescent Stay around seven I I thought the hood I lived in was heaven Found out it was hell With crackheads dwelling Killers by they trade The little shorty short up with gangs As they afraid It's 24 streets off the avenue They all loading It starts from Franklin And ends on floating Pennsylvania Avenue Home of the dirt platoon Hey yo world It's 24 streets off the avenue They all loading It starts from Franklin And ends on floating Pennsylvania Avenue Home of the dirt platoon Hey yo world Some days we would play crap on the sidewalk and it would be three, four hundred thousand in cash. Millions of dollars would change. Right? At midnight, there would be another
another game upstairs over top of another pool room called the Big House. You could win two million in there if it was your night. It was a fascinating time. It was, it was a time when you had to be the message that you sent. You couldn't tell somebody you can't take my money. You, you had to prove it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I had to play that real quick. Let me say something to you real quick. I know we be wanting things, but sometimes you got to relax and not be too anxious. Let me just say that. And that's all I'm going to say to that. Anyway. um, Yeah. So announcements. Um, I probably well, no, I probably there are some things that are about to happen over here because we're trying to take this to a whole nother plateau. We're not trying to stay stagnant in the same places we've been, you know, sitting in. Uh, we have a few changes coming along. As you can see, changes gradually happily happen over here. I might tell y'all about it and not necessarily announce them. Oh, I might announce them like weeks before, but then it comes information like maybe like uh, two weeks or like a month later. Things are happening over here, and we want to get with the times. We want to make sure that we change with the times as well. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what's about to change, but I am going to tell you there are some changes that's coming. Um, excuse me. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, the website is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Check us out, you know, check us out. It's all love over here. Check us out. Please make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Any like, any share, and any subscription is helpful to what we're trying to do over here. We're trying to build some things and, you know, it's hard living. So, you know, please make sure you come through, share, like, and subscribe. Um, I don't even have to say this anymore because there's one link link now in our, um, in our description below that tells you all of that. Well, actually, it's one link that takes you to all of these things now. I'm trying to make it easier for y'all. But hit me up on IG, Miss underscore Laura Lucidity. Again, that's Miss Lore Lucidity. I'm not spelling it out. Just go on, go in the description below and hit the tree link, um, the link tree link, and it'll take you to all of this. Uh, if you're checking this podcast, you're listening to this podcast and not actually watching it, um, watching it, you can watch it at any time. It's available as, as, as to for your visual pleasure as well. I'm about to give some love real quick. I have to. I can't. Nah, I can't. So we are in six continents. Yeah, hi. All six continents, because there are only six, but we are in all six continents. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of those downloaders. I appreciate you. We are in 21 freaking countries, man. That's a blessing. So I am going to go through the country list, and then I'm going to go. Um, I, I can't do all two. Mm-hmm. We're in 200 cities. I can't do all 200 cities. That's a lot of cities, but I will do the 21 countries. And then I'll give the latest people who came through and downloaded. So that's how we're going to do that. Um, so let's start with the United States. Of course, my country, 
to the, like my country. I love you. Thank you for coming through and showing love like you do. I appreciate you so much. I'm going to get to this one city in a minute. But France, I love you. Thank you for coming through and checking for a girl uh, across the oceans. I love it. Germany, thank you for coming through and checking for me. I'm going to get to that city next too. India, I love you. Brazil, I love you. Netherlands, I love you. Singapore, hi babies, I see y'all. I love you too. Um, South Africa, I love you. United Kingdom, hi, I love you. Spain, I love you. Um, the Philippines, hi babies, I love you too. Belgium, Australia, Mexico, Nepal, I love you babies. Um, Maradis, Israel, Canada, and Japan, I love you too babies. Hong Kong and Ireland, I love you too. That was 21 freaking countries. I love it. And like I said, we're in 200 cities, but I, I just, it's a lot to unpack. So let's see if we can get to the last people who downloaded this podcast. I'm going to show them love. All right. This is a good list. I can do this. <laughs> so we're going to do the last cities that downloaded this podcast because I'm <laughs> 200 cities, honey. That's a lot to say. San Jose. Thank you for being day ones. I love you, San Jose. I do. I feel like y'all make me feel like I should be in San Jose. Y'all really do. Like I need to come there. Maybe not to live, but maybe to visit and see what's going on in San Jose because it's popping. Thank you, San Jose. Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been there, but I always want to come back because <laughs> you know Vegas. Um Owings Mills, Maryland, which is close to where I'm at. Uh, thank you, Owings Mills. Um, Frankfurt, Germany. Hello. Thank you, Frankfurt. Yeah. I love you, Germany. I do. I'm not going to say the name of this city, but I want to believe that it is in oh, um, Brazil. It, it it looks like it's in Brazil. Hi, Brazil babies. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Virginia Beach, Virginia. Hi, babies. Um, East Wenatchee, Washington. Hi, thank you. I hope I said that correctly. Um, Chelsea, Massachusetts. Hi, babies. Thank you. The Bronx, New York. Hi. Hi, New York. Love you. Always will. Um, Indianapolis. Indiana. I don't take it personal anymore that you stole my team. It was in the 70s, but uh, the Colts. Hello, but I love you, Indiana. I love you, Indianapolis, Indiana. I do. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Singapore, Singapore. Hi. Listen, I have a um a name twin in Singapore. Her name is Labora as well. So shout out to her. I don't we never met in person, but I do know that I have a name twin in Singapore. So shout out to Singapore. Hi babies. I love you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank I thank all six continents. I thank all 21 countries and I thank all 200 cities. That's a lot. That's a lot of love, and I love you guys, and I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Um, I do. I really, really do. Thank you so much. Oh, man, that's dope. And I didn't even get to the other list. This is just one list, and I just love you guys so much, and I appreciate you. Know that um, at any point in time that you don't catch the podcast, uh, well, no, you'll always catch it. Um, we have, we are on multiple sh- um 
streaming platforms at this point because I'm gonna make I want to make sure that you guys never miss the show. That's why I did it like that, and I don't feel any kind of way about doing it like that because I want to always bring y'all a good show, and I want to always make the show available to you guys. So there are, let's see, one. <laughs> Hold on, two, three. I want to say we're on four. Um, podcast platforms at this point but we're on all the streaming sites so so no matter what you'll be able to catch us um oh my gosh that's a lot to say i love you guys you guys are dope um again make sure you check out our website www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com let me put that back on the screen real quick hold on um let me get my mouse where i needed to be yo i love you guys but Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com and scrolling across the screen. Also, if you hit the link tree link, it will take you directly there. Also, make sure you check out our boutique. Show us some love over there. Um, some cute little knickknack patty wax. We are on all streaming sites. Our heart radios, iTunes, um, Spotify. The list goes on. We are on all of the streaming sites, so make sure you check us out. If you didn't get to see or listen to all of this podcast this evening, go back and check us out. I'm just saying. It's a good podcast. You just got to give it a chance. If you want to be on a show, if you have a business that you want to promote, um, if you have music that you want to promote, visuals you want to promote it doesn't matter what it is hit us up ambitiously entertain um i'm sorry ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com again the link is below ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com we are always open to new guests i love 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 doing interviews that's probably one of my favorite things to do as far as this podcast is concerned i love doing all of it but the interviews are everything. Um, I love doing interviews. So you want to come on the show? Come on. You're welcome. Come through. Come through. We're here for it. I would like to start doing panels as well to just think, talk about a few things. Like I do want to dive into, you know, how, you know, the the street shit affects people. Like on a on a different level. Maybe if we bring some understanding, maybe, just maybe. You know, we can bring forth change, and I'm all for that. So, yeah, it's a lot of things that we want to do with this podcast, and we're going to keep, you know, we're going to keep trying to push and strive towards making those things happen. Um, So, with that being said, it's time for Mama to go. I got to have some conversations real quick. Um, And then I got to go eat this bomb-ass pasta my sister made, but I ain't want to get it on my shirt because I, I ain't want to fuck up my colonial look, but... I'm going to eat this bomb-ass pasta my sister made real quick, and I'm going to um, have my conversations. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And with that being said, good night.
up, y'all? It's your girl, Lavora Lee, a.k.a. K. It's me. And I am the host of Ambitiously, the podcast. I need y'all to tune in every Monday night at 9.30 for Media Monday, where we discuss trending topics. And you can tune in every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. for Wet Wednesdays, where the adults come to play. Where the adults Find us on our Facebook page or our YouTube page, Ambitiously, the podcast. And if you can't watch either one, you can download us on all streaming sites.